The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 101. Uh, today I am in Cordoba in the south of Spain and it's absolutely sweltering here, 37 degrees and uh, to be honest I'm hiding in the hotel room with the air conditioning on because it's just far too hot to, to venture outside. Anyways, um, if you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free session with me, somebody who has been there themselves. And to get that, all you need to do is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can send me a message and we can arrange the free session. Today's podcast is taking a look at reassurance seeking and you know this is one of the most common compulsions that people tend to have with OCD. So we take a look at what reassurance seeking is and what are some of the most common forms that it takes. Um, you know if you can be better at identifying the reassurance seeking that you're doing then obviously that's the first step in, in learning to stop performing uh, the compulsion. Um, if you find this podcast helpful, it would be amazing if you could follow and like on Instagram. It really helps to, to get the message out there. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. And I really hope that you enjoy the episode today. Many thanks. When I think back to when I was really struggling with OCD, one of the major compulsions I had was reassurance seeking. What I didn't realise at the time was that this was keeping me stuck in the vicious circle of OCD. So in this podcast today, we'll be taking a look at what um, reassurance seeking actually is and why it doesn't help. And most importantly, try to identify ways in which you can stop doing it. Now, whilst normal reassurance seeking can seem fine and sometimes helpful for someone suffering with OCD, Reassurance seeking can quickly become excessive and can keep a person uh, stuck in the OCD trap. Very well mined in the article um, OCD and Excessive Reassurance Seeking report that excessive reassurance seeking is the need to check in with someone over and over again to make sure everything is okay with respect to a particular worry or obsession. While responding may seem supportive, it only serves to perpetuate OCD behaviours and thoughts. OCD can be a very, very stressful thing and people, you know, they look for reassurance to try and lower their anxiety. From my own personal experience, it works something along these lines. An obsessive thought would pop up into my head and I would start to feel anxiety about that and get an impulse to do something about it. This is when the compulsions would start. We always perform a compulsion to try and lessen the anxiety we're feeling about obsessions. And one way of reducing anxiety, um, at least temporarily, is to look for reassurance. 
Now, the first type of reassurance seeking and the most obvious is asking other people for reassurance. And a prime example of this for me involved uh, relationship OCD. I would continuously ask my friends for their opinions on how my relationship was going and whether they thought, um, you know, such and such was the right person for me. And uh, this would go on and on. And, uh, you know, I guess it would probably be quite annoying for them sometimes because I just wouldn't, um, I would never get an answer that was sufficient enough uh, to, to deal with the anxiety that I was experiencing. So excessive reassurance seeking is actually a game with no winners. One uh, telling sign with, with this, though, is when occasionally a friend would tell me that perhaps the relationship wasn't actually right and that maybe I needed to end it. Uh, you know, I think perhaps they were kind of sick of reassuring me. Um, after hearing that, I would instantly feel certain in myself that the relationship was fine and that I was worrying about nothing. It seems that somehow deep down we know exactly what we want, but OCD is trying to confuse us. And one way in which it does that is through reassurance seeking. Um, some of the other types of reassurance seeking can be a little more subtle. Uh, don't worry, though. You can identify uh, and definitely outsmart them once you know what they are. And one of these is researching online. For example, if you have an obsession about relationship OCD, you may find yourself typing some strange uh, questions into Google, um, you know, such as, you know, what if uh, I'm not actually in love with my partner? What should I do? Or how do I know that I'm definitely attracted to my partner? Or any other number of, of things that OCD can make us type into Google. Uh, the list is absolutely endless. And after typing whatever it is that you've typed, you might find something that gives you some uh, momentary reassurance. And uh, this may cause your anxiety to go down. And, you know, this is obviously, it may feel like a good thing, but the problem is that all you're actually doing is delaying the inevitable and keeping the cycle of OCD going. Um, as we know, when we try to push anxiety away by performing compulsions such as reassurance seeking, what we are actually doing is pushing the anxiety away. And when we do that, in the end, it always comes back stronger, creating the, the perfect conditions for OCD. Uh, we have to remember that all reassurance-seeking behaviours are compulsions. When I was really struggling and, you know, searching for reassurance online a lot, um, you know, I, I might actually spend hours and hours doing it. And I would often become frustrated um, if I couldn't find the exact answer that I was looking for. I needed to know with 100% certainty that I had found the answer to my doubt. And then, and only then, would I be able to continue with my day. But of course, this was an impossible task and I could never get the certainty I was looking for. When you get stuck uh, in the compulsion of, of internet-based reassurance, it's incredible how much time and energy uh, you, can, you can use on this. Um, the third type of reassurance seeking I'm addressing uh, today is, is rumination. And this is a, a really subtle form of reassurance. And it's often done without uh, the person's conscious awareness that they are actually performing compulsion. Um, an example of this for me was going through an obsession in my head again and again and again. 
uh, trying to get some certainty that my obsession wasn't going to cause me any problems. This type of compulsion relies on you mentally reviewing your obsessions in a repetitive way to try and gain certainty. But again, each time you review something, you may momentarily lessen the anxiety, but you can be sure it will be coming back again. And if you have OCD and you often find yourself mentally reviewing things in this compulsive way, then, you know, probably it's reassurance uh, seeking. So how can we actually stop uh, performing reassurance uh, seeking compulsions? Well, I think the first step is remembering that reassurance seeking is not actually helping you and that in fact it is keeping you trapped in the vicious circle of OCD. So with that in mind, your target is to try and reduce the amount of time you spend performing the compulsion of reassurance seeking. The next important step is to try and practice meditation on a daily basis. Um, In my recovery, uh, meditation was actually incredibly helpful. It made it a little bit easier for me to identify the more subtle compulsions that I was performing. And sometimes these little suckers are so hard to stop uh, and, and to even just spot. But daily meditation definitely, definitely helps with that. It just uncovers those um, those compulsions a little bit more. So you're able to recognize the fact that you are perpetuating your OCD by performing them. Um, keeping a log about your reassurance seeking can be very, uh, very, very helpful. Um, you know, you want to see how many times you're, you're actually uh, doing it throughout the day. And this will give you a baseline so that you can start to decrease it. Uh, things to include in a log are how often you review past behaviors or try to rationalize or figure out past thoughts and behaviors. How often do you go online and research your obsessions in order to feel better? Um, you know, this could, this, this could also include, uh, you know, going over books um, again and again, trying to find the exact um, advice that you're looking for. Um, how often do you seek reassurance from other people about your obsessions? Once you've completed the log, you can start to uh, to change your re- uh, reassurance-seeking behavior by changing, uh, delaying, limiting, or replacing it. For example, if you find yourself um, asking friends for reassurance, say, 10 times a day, try to initially reduce it um, by five times or you know delaying can be a very good technique if you're if you're feeling like you really want to um, you know to search for something right now on Google if you're able to uh, delay doing that for say uh, 10 minutes or uh, an hour or even if you give yourself a very specific time each day where you allow yourself um, a specific amount of time to uh, to search for that thing and and actually delve into it and explore it a little bit more what you might find is that when you do actually come back to it later that you don't really uh, want to find out any more about it because it may have lost some of its emotional energy it doesn't have the same amount of uh, of power over you anymore and so you won't actually feel like uh, researching it and this is great you know that really gives you a sense of uh, autonomy and uh, a greater sense of of power which is you know ob- obviously what we are trying to build when we're when we're learning to get over OCD 
And something else you can try uh, is obviously acceptance commitment therapy because in that moment, rather than than actually perform that uh, that compulsion, you know, by by doing the reassurance seeking, what you can do instead is you can actually choose to just refocus your attention onto something else that you value. So no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, you can think of something that you value. You can choose to focus your attention on that. And if you're able to do that, I think. Uh, you know, very quickly, you'll be able to move past uh, this this feeling of needing to get that reassurance, you know, particularly if it's something that you value. Values give us motivation. So, you know, spending some time working out your values and then in any given situation where the thoughts are coming up and they're demanding your attention, they're demanding you to get that reassurance, just label that, label it for what it is, which is, you know, an obsessive thought or an unhelpful thought. And then try your very best to just gently refocus your attention onto an activity that will help you to be anchored in the present moment. And if you keep doing that, even if your mind keeps going back to that thing, if you just keep gently bringing it back and bringing it back to the thing that you're trying to focus on, then you're working your ability to be able to stay in the present moment and to not engage with that reassurance seeking behavior. So that's it for today, guys. I hope that you found that helpful. And, uh, you know, this is a very important area, learning about um, your own reassurance seeking behaviors, really being able to spot them, uh, keeping that journal that I was talking about initially so that you're able to build up uh, the skill set of being able to spot the, that reassurance-seeking behavior and then trying to change it, trying to use uh, postponement, trying to reduce the amount of times that you look for reassurance and using acceptance commitment therapy. I think those three things will have uh, a major impact on your experience of, of OCD. As always, if you have any questions, do please let me know and many thanks. Please remember, if you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free consultation uh, with me. All you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and uh, send me a message and we, we can sort that out. And if you like, you can also follow me on Instagram uh, at robertjamescoachinguk. Many thanks. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.